Hello, this is Martha DeGrasse here for Wi-Fi Alliance, back with another episode of The Signal, our podcast where we give you the inside track on Wi-Fi. These are meant to be smart conversations with industry leaders. We want to deliver a new perspective on the growing portfolio of Wi-Fi technologies that we see changing the connectivity landscape. Okay, in this episode, we will again be talking about Wi-Fi 6 and Wi-Fi 6E, this time focusing on a topic that we all know about, remote work, hybrid work. Many of us are probably doing that right now, I know I am, and I think our guest may be doing that as well. He is Harry Dewurst, CEO of Linksys. Harry, welcome to The Signal. Thanks very much, nice to be here. Are you at home today? I am, yes, Uh, much like many days. Yeah, most of us are going back a little bit now, but a lot of days still at home, right? I think you actually became CEO of Linksys during the pandemic, I think. You started working from home along with all your employees. So you were kind of living the challenge that Linksys needed to help address. Tell us a little bit about what that was like. Yeah, no, it certainly was a, a very first-hand experience of both the challenges and the benefits that working from home can introduce. I'm still yet to meet even 10% of our employees, you know, it's probably closer to 5%. So it definitely is, you know, not without its challenges, it is difficult. That being said, I think this whole pandemic and and the force of of us moving to this way of working, you know, we are adaptable beings and, and we've made it work. And in fact, I think now we're making it thrive. And we've been able to do as a business, really quite incredible things that would be hard to do in person let alone when you're dispersed across the globe. So I'm, um, I'm very proud of what we've been able to do despite the, the distance. So did some of the priorities change because of the pandemic? I mean, we're going to talk a lot today about hybrid work, but was that already on the roadmap when you came in or did you all decide to get started with that because of the pandemic? It was. It was already on the roadmap and we were already developing a solution to make remote work uh, more secure. And that's really one of the kind of cornerstones of making remote work safe and and successful. I was talking with some enterprises today, you know, even to get cyber insurance and things like that, you have to have a protected network. And now with so many of your employees, and I believe something like 35 million people in North America will be working from home in by 2025, you have to take that very, very seriously. And... Up until now, there's been limited amounts of solutions that were designed for this because we never needed it. Because you were working from home 10%, 20% of the time. And now it's the total inverse of that. And even when we return to the office, the percentage of time that you're going to be working remotely is here to stay and it's meaningful. Yeah, it sounds like you've got numbers that show the percent of people working at home is actually going to go up, not down, as we're coming out of this pandemic. Correct. Yeah. And, and it's and it's up, I think, almost 90 percent from pre-pandemic. So it's a total shift of great magnitude. Great. And let's talk a little bit about what Linksys is doing to support all that. So, as I mentioned before, security is, is an area which I think has been underserved in the home in a meaningful sense. In offices and, um, and work environments, a huge amount of investment is put into protecting the workstation. And there are solutions that people have used for those fringe cases when they're not in the corporate environment, they're not connected to the corporate network. Now, of course, we've been flung into this era almost overnight. And, you know, these solutions that existed for protecting enterprise employees 
just weren't suitable for the home. You can't install server cabinets in every person's house. And so what we've done is partnered with Fortinet, who made a sizable investment into Linksys uh, in addition, to, in some respects, miniaturize this enterprise-grade security and next-generation firewall to protect the edge of the consumer's home or the employee's home. So this is a product that we're selling to your employer uh, and in the same way that your employer might provide you with a laptop or a phone, they'll now provide you with a router which delivers great connectivity. It's a mesh solution, Wi-Fi 6, which you know is what Linksys have been good at for 30 plus years. But with the advent of putting this Fortinet technology on the inside, which enables security that's really never, ever featured in the home. There are solutions that provide content filtering, that provide antivirus. This is full decryption, encryption, deep packet inspection, all within that device. Uh, and I think it's probably one of the first out there. Right. I feel like we hear a lot about cloud-based security, but not so much about on-prem hardware-based security, right? Yeah, I think that there is a, a great benefit of a hybrid. We, of course, support tunneling certain traffic that the IT administrator can define that can get sent into into cloud environments or through VPN tunnels or whatever. But you can't rely on pushing everything into the cloud to then get out to the internet. It's just not an efficient way to route traffic and it, it will then invite issues such as latency and so on into the device and into your video conferencing and so on and so forth. So it would have been a hell of a lot easier for us to, to just spin up Fortinet's next generation firewall in the cloud and just point all the traffic from the routers into that. But it would be a horrible experience for the user. So we decided to take the more challenging route, which is actually deploying that next generation firewall in the hardware in the home. Gotcha. And these support WPA3? Correct. Yes. Yes. And for enterprise also. Great. And how are they updated? Over the air? Yes. So the devices receive firmware updates that could be enhancements, that could be security patches, that could be optimization of radios and so on and so forth. And they receive them quite regularly. We're, we're developing this solution in a, in a very agile way. So every couple of weeks, your device will receive a firmware update whenever it's idle. And that installs in a matter of a matter of minutes, uh, and then you're, you're back online. But as I say, it kind of happens when the device isn't really doing very much, most likely in the middle of the night. So that, in, that enables, it's kind of somewhat like a Tesla model, that the device keeps getting better and better and more functionality is added. But the, the device, whilst it's doing all this stuff in the home and in the hardware, the IT administrator who's managing that network can control it all through the cloud. So the device will spin up a corporate network and a home network, the home network you manage, there's an app that you can use, the Linksys app that you can use to, to manage that network. You can also enable your own security policies on your own network, leveraging the same Fortinet technology, which is a great benefit to the end user. And then on the corporate side, that network you don't manage. Your IT, man IT administrator manages that network in the same way that they would do so if you were sitting at your desk in Wall Street. And, and the goal really is, is to in emulate the same monitoring, security, 
and so on that you would expect and demand you would have in the corporate environment. And this becomes an additional branch of effectively your office. 10,000 employees in six places suddenly became 10,000 employees in 10,000 places. But it doesn't mean the risk is any different. Now, is this something that you could have accomplished before Wi-Fi 6 or did Wi-Fi 6 really enable this in a way? I mean, yes, we could have accomplished this before Wi-Fi 6, but Wi-Fi 6 really is, is solving the other challenge. You know, I think every networking company through the pandemic saw a, a spike in, in sales as, as everyone rushed to upgrade their connectivity because the load and the demands on the network were like never before. Kids schooling from home, parents working from home, and Wi-Fi 6, the the delta in performance from Wi-Fi 5 to Wi-Fi 6 is is night and day. And then you have a further step change when you go from Wi-Fi 6 to Wi-Fi 6E, particularly if you have six gig enabled clients. We've been doing lots of R&D with, with our partners around Wi-Fi 7, and that step change is even more extreme again. So the Wi-Fi 6 certainly ensures that when coupled with mesh, that you have wall-to-wall connectivity in every corner of the home. And that's now table stakes nowadays. Great. I'm glad you brought up Mesh. Can you just briefly explain Wi-Fi Mesh in case anyone in the audience doesn't know what that is? Sure. I guess the basic concept of Mesh is that you have nodes within your home that can intelligently route traffic between one another and then in turn between its devices. What that enables is you to expand and extend the coverage of your network within your home in an efficient manner. I guess a kind of precursor to mesh, which is now something that's becoming less and less prevalent, were repeaters. But that often introduced a lot of challenges into the network latency and so on. So mesh really supersedes that concept of kind of range extenders and and repeaters and enables traffic to route in, as I say, in a much more intelligent fashion. Do end users even appreciate the value of the mesh network? Do they even realize they're getting that or is it just sort of transparent to them? I think the pandemic has has created a lot of education around what people need and a lot of frustration, which then causes the education. So us as a company are certainly, you know, I would imagine that we will be exclusively a mesh business within the next 18 months. And particularly when, if we look at 6E, for example, 6 gigahertz doesn't go very far and can be impeded by walls and electronics and so on and so forth. So you really need mesh to give a medium-sized home a fighting chance to have coverage in every corner of every room, which I think is what people expect and demand. So I think mesh is going to be inherent in every home. So with people running their work life, their school life, and their personal activities all over the same Wi-Fi network in their homes... The network really has to intelligently prioritize traffic, right? The network has to know, even before people know, what needs to have priority. So tell us a little bit about how that works. Sure. So a couple of ways that we're doing it. In the product for business that we just launched, Homework for Business, which is powered and secured by the, the Fortinet technology, we've created some rules within the router that will identify certain forms of traffic and often most importantly video traffic and and video conferencing and will jump that traffic to the front of the queue and optimize that within your mesh network to mean that that traffic hits the internet 
before Fortnite or before Disney Plus or Hulu or whatever's going on within your network at any given time. So that's the first way. The second way is we do have QoS enabled on our devices. However, we found that lots of clients and, and pieces of software can tag their traffic incorrectly and then that causes challenges when it comes to prioritization. If everything's priority one, there's no prioritization. So hence why we, we developed in addition a, a more proprietary method of identifying that traffic and, and we partnered with Zoom and Microsoft Teams to do that and we have APIs that, that talk to one another to identify that traffic very um, distinctly. Great, so you've got your own solution working in tandem with Wi-Fi QoS management. And let's just explain for the audience, for anybody who doesn't know what Wi-Fi QoS management is, it's a standardized approach, right, to prioritizing traffic flows? Correct, yes, and and the premise is, is, is excellent. And I think if it could garner more widespread support, it could be a very useful tool in optimizing networks without having to do proprietary work. But it does require further standardization, or not standardization because it has been standardized, but it needs further adoption. Gotcha. Okay, now let's just take a step back and talk about Wi-Fi 6, 6E, and 7, and the business decisions that you look at as you evaluate all of these. So we were, we were the first company to launch a Wi-Fi 6E mesh solution, so we were very proud to introduce that to market in the early part of this year. And we are very excited about the prospect of Wi-Fi 7. I recently was visiting one of our partners to evaluate their latest Wi-Fi 7 innovations. And it really is quite staggering what performance we will see out of Wi-Fi 7. Multi-gigabit through the air. It almost will do away with the need for any cabling at some point in, in time. So it's really quite impressive. So we're anxiously waiting to get our hands on boards and chipsets to begin our R&D efforts as we move from Wi-Fi 6 into Wi-Fi 7. And we're certainly, as a business, for some of the reasons like I explained earlier, the needs in a typical home require Wi-Fi 6 to be successful. And hence, you know, we will be moving away from developing any further Wi-Fi 5 products um, and we will be exclusively Wi-Fi 6 and above moving forward. And within that, a lot of Wi-Fi 6E, I'm guessing? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We're launching a, uh, another Wi-Fi 6E product in uh, the early part of 23. How will you position that one versus the straight-up Wi-Fi 6? I mean, if you want the latest and greatest technology, there is a premium to it. Of course, with every day that goes by, more and more clients are actually getting 6-gig radios I assume the next iPhone will have a six gig radio. So that will make it more and more kind of mainstream. At the moment, the six gig band serves as an excellent means to provide backhaul on a dedicated channel within the mesh. So the, the benefit is very clear to the, to the consumer. And it also, with the bulk of clients using five gig as their means to transmit, it means that that channel is dedicated to the clients as opposed to moving data within nodes within a mesh. Right. Okay. Excellent. Well, we have a lot to look forward to. Harry Dewurst, CEO of Linksys. Thank you so much for being here on The Signal. Thank you so much. 
Okay, and that is our show. As always, thanks for listening to The Signal. And don't forget to check the show notes for more resources. And for all things Wi-Fi, visit Wi-Fi Alliance. That's y-fi.org. Or connect with us on social. I'm Martha DeGrasse. Join us next time for The Signal. 